1: Ask and Answered by Soul. This podcast is dedicated to providing you with tangible tools to embody your divinity and create a life based on freedom. Each podcast is focused on a topic that will guide you to listening and utilizing your essential nature. During each show, I ask an expert three key questions so you can understand that you're not alone in this journey and that your soul is the key to forming a life full of abundance, purpose, and passion. The goal of each interview is for you to take away a practice that you could do right now to change your life and understanding what assistance is out there in the universe to support you. Today, I'm talking with Ailish Philpott, and we're talking about loving your inner family. Let me tell you a little bit about this amazing woman. She's the owner of Soul Healing Journey and the Academies for Soul Healing. She's a master healer and teacher operating in the quantum realm for the past 25 plus years. She uses and teaches many modalities, including Akashic Field Healing, 13-Octave, La Ho Chi, Way of the Warrior, Soul Language, Rebirthing, and much, much more. She's a Reiki master in, Ooh, how do you say that? That's Yusui. Yusui. Thank you.
0: That's the regular Reiki that most people have done.
1: I love that angelic, holy fire. And oh my God, what's this Reiki called?
0: Karuna Reiki.
1: Karuna Reiki. And has received extensive training in many other healing modalities. Obviously she's a juggernaut for healing everyone. She helps people understand who they are at a soul level using various modalities. She supports them in clearing those patterns that are preventing them from expressing themselves at their core level. With this healing she, her clients can attain a level of deep peace that have no experience in this lifetime. They have not experienced in this lifetime. Welcome. What a freaking bio. Thank you so much. So the first question I ask everyone is what is your soul shared with you throughout your journey?
0: My soul has shared with me everything. Basically, it's um, what I've come to realize is that My soul shares me by a sense of knowing. So when I know something for sure, that's my soul telling me, yes, this is what you're to do, whatever. It's like, for example, um, if I am thinking about hosting a new class or a new training um, and I'm not sure, I will wait. I will wait until I get the, yes, this is, and that pure, yes, this is what you have to do. This is uh, how you're to do it. This is when you're to do it. And I know that's my soul talking to me.
1: I love and, that. Yeah, I love so that. Like,
0: whenever I don't know, I just wait.
1: love that. And I, And I think that's so important for people not to kind of jump that gun and assume that they know, but really tune in and get that kind of click. So oh, yeah. we're talking about like, loving that inner family and so let's talk about what that means so what do we mean by that inner family
0: yeah it's um what I have come to realize over the past few weeks in a very clear way which is again listening to my soul is that um people are very familiar with working with the inner child um and are very familiar now with the concept of learning to love yourself and nurture yourself and care for yourself. Um, and what I realized that I have a, a slightly different take on it in that when I started out with my own personal healing journey years and years and years ago, um, that I worked with a therapist who worked with the inner parent the inner child and the inner adult so I'm calling it the inner family and how we interact in the world is based on which one of those parts of our family we are responding from or um yeah
1: okay okay Let's talk about the different parts because let's just briefly talk about the inner child because I think a lot of people understand that one. Yeah. And then let's talk to the, about the inner parent and the inner adults. So tell me.
0: Inner child.
1: You, yes. Give me your one-liner for inner child. All right. <laughs> um,
0: the um, healthy, well-adjusted inner child is called the free inner child. And when a child has undergone a lot of trauma um, and not healthy upbringing, they become what's called the adapted child. So they change their behavior based on the trauma.
1: Okay. So what does that look like in the external, everyday kind of moving
0: through life? I'll give you an example for what what my pattern used to be. Um, I live in America. My family live in Ireland. And... I had become a, a different version of myself than the version of myself that had grown up because of a lot of the healing that I'd done. But what would happen was every time I go back to Ireland, I would, imme- well, maybe not immediately, but fairly quickly kick into the adapted child. So I would become very sulky. I'd become argumentative. I wouldn't want to... um interact with anyone. Um, And it was a, a very clear shift from who I was when I was in my home environment. So that was that I think that's a pretty clear example of the adapted child.
1: Totally. Okay. So let's talk about the inner parent
0: inner parents so again depending on the upbringing that you've had there are two inner parents that I work with and one is called the critical parent and one is called the nurturing parent so obviously the one that you're wanting to create in your inner family is the nurturing parent and I have seen that when I talk about that and my own personal experience is that it is actually very difficult to know how to be a nurturing parent when you have been and have experienced the critical parent your whole life. Right. There is there is no um, there's no concept of what nurturing is. So uh, I think that's an important place to go to when you're looking at this.
1: Okay, inner- and so the adults then the inner
0: adult is the put on your big girl pants and do what you need to do so the adult is the um kind of not I wouldn't say running the show but it's kind of um the adult is the this is what we need to do to pay the bills and um to live life and to make sure you have dinner on the table and it's it's kind of the operator and the person who Yeah, it's in charge, basically.
1: Okay, so then how do we start creating with the good parts of the inner family and not let the unconscious or struggle appear?
0: The first part is to look at where it is you're coming. For example, if you're coming from a critical parent, um, do some inner work with the critical parent. And by that, what I mean is, Um, meeting with the critical parent and understanding why they're being critical so you're basically having a conversation with that part of yourself and understanding why they're coming from that place and usually it's because that's how they have been taught how to love and nurture and then um, pointing out to them that that actually is not loving and nurturing Um, And it's not supportive of you in this now, in this time frame, and um, giving them some examples of, well, why don't we try doing so-and-so instead? So it's like shifting that internal dialogue by firstly um, thanking the critical parent because they were doing the best that they could, loving the inner parent, to inner critical parent because they were doing the best that they could, and then showing them a new way, showing the critical parent a way that they can nurture instead of criticize, including receiving, nurturing themselves, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Can you take us through maybe a w- real world situation? Sure. And so we can kind of see how this looks in real time, because, the, you know, yeah. when people are experiencing this, as you know, they're kind of going to go, Right to their normal, everyday uh I'll give you, an,
0: exa- I'll give you an example that um, really hit home for me way before. It's like I was a younger teenager and I was visiting a friend and she was babysitting. And the parents hadn't gone out yet, but um, the child was in the kitchen. She had a cup of milk and she dropped the cup of milk. And um, the parents went over to her and said, oh, never mind. That's OK. We'll just clear it up and clean it up. And it was just an accident. And here's some more milk. And my mind was blown. It's like, well, I had totally expected that poor child to be told off for being so awkward and so clumsy. And how could you do that? Which had been my experience. So that was the first time in the real world that I had seen and not realize, realizing the whole connotation of inner parent or whatever. But it was the first time I'd seen um, a child be nurtured for something that had happened that was just a little misstep, um, spilling milk. And so that child, when she grew up, would learn that it, she doesn't need to give herself a hard time if she spills milk. She can say, oh, it's just an accident. Let's clean it up and fix it. So that's what you do with the inner critical parent. So when you go, oh, my God, that was so stupid that you dropped that milk on the floor. It's like, oh, what would a nurturing parent do instead? And it's like she would say or he would say, depending. Um, that's OK. It was just an accident. you just spilt the milk. And so, so that's an this- example.
1: Yeah, this process then takes a lot of pausing, a yeah. lot of connecting, a lot of uh introspection. And also, I think the number one thing we could do to nurture ourselves in general is when we move into pattern, not to judge ourselves and to really, right? Like this is not going to happen overnight. This takes time. And it also sounds like it also takes someone to help you work out all the kinks, right? Because- yes. If you've never had that nurturing parent or experienced that, it's hard for you to kind of ask yourself that question well, what would a nurturing parent do? Because you're kind of left blank if you don't have a role model. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So that, and that is kind of where my work is, is looking at um, the behaviors and the patterns that people do. And really seeing it's like I'm able to kind of cut through and see what it is that they're doing and apply different energies and different examples as to how that pattern can be changed. And as I said, I've been doing this for many years and I will still um, say, okay, how could I be more nurturing to myself in this situation?
1: Where should if people want to start today? How, what do you recommend that they like be aware of or to start kind of focusing on?
0: Yeah, just, just be an observance of the inner thoughts. And by that, what I mean is I'm going to give you another example.
1: I love examples. <laughs>
0: uh, when I, um, I had a traumatic event that happened to me in my mid to late thirties and did some therapy. I'm always doing energy work and whatever, but occasionally I'll do a bit of therapy here and then because it does serve. Yeah. And the therapist asked me how I was looking after myself. And I said, Oh, I'm really good at looking after myself. I'm, I've booked a massage session. I'm having this with you. And I listed all the physical ways I was looking after my body. And she said, you know, you really give yourself a hard time in your thoughts. And that had never even crossed my mind mm. that your thoughts are where you need to go to to become more nurturing so being in observance of your thoughts about um how you're responding to what's happening in your daily life is the first step and many people will use the phrase or something similar to the effect of oh my god that's so stupid why did i do that
1: yeah that's a really wow like even even if you are aware to even keep posing that question or that statement to yourself is really huge. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And it's an ongoing process. Like you said, it's like, I'm aware of this and will still catch myself going to go to the critical place, but I catch myself and then I shift it. Like I have a little chat with myself and say, like, okay, what's the reality and um, move on from there.
1: What have been the big questions that you're asking yourself now?
0: Um, The big questions I'm asking now are in relation to all this new energy and all the shifts that are happening on the planet right now. um, And are for at least the next six months, I think, from what I'm hearing, going to be growing substantially is where am I personally going to be going from that space of shift and change for everything and everyone on the mm. planet.
1: That's a big, very big question.
0: That's a big question.
1: How do people get in touch with you?
0: Um, I have a website, soulhealingjourney.com, S-O-U-L, healingjourney.com. You can contact me with email. That's so Alish, which I'm going to spell very slowly. It's E I L I S at soulhealingjourney.com.
1: Beautiful. Um,
0: or uh, if you're on Facebook, I'm on Facebook, Alish McNulty Built You can message me, you um, can text me, can call me two zero three seven six seven five nine five four. I think that's
1: it. Wow. Thank you so much. It's been a honor chatting with you today. And what is the one thing you want people to take away from our conversation today?
0: Yeah, I think it's becoming my new tagline. It's um you are loved and you are love.
1: Love that. And my last question, which I think might be what you just talked about, was if you were to have a magnet about you on your higher powers refrigerator, what would your magnet say?
0: That you yeah. are love. You are love. Beautiful. I think that's important. It's like, I'm really seeing, Um, I've been working with that message for, for a number of years. And I'm really seeing that people are starting to get it. So it's kind of, it's just a deeper
1: level of that. Love that. Well, thank you so much for spending time with us today.
0: Thank you so much for having me. As always, I enjoy
1: chatting with you. Everyone, you've been listening to Ask and Answer by Soul. I'm Jennifer Rizzio. This podcast is dedicated to helping you understand that your soul is the answer. If you're interested in learning more about the answers of your soul, you can secure your free InPath tool and that address will be in the show notes. Thanks everyone. But most importantly, share, comment, and reach out to the, my amazing guests because they really rock. And if you're not, you're missing something.
0: So, everyone, bye for now. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. We're the founders of Electrocast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electrocast networks include Ruby for female empowerment, the best business network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. So keep listening to Electricast Podcast, and hear the culture. Electric ElectroCast. Electric
1: Welcome to the Candle Power Hour. Come
0: with us backstage, behind the scenes of show business spanning over four decades and bringing you the experiences that can only be told by the people who are there. Our guests are from the A-list, the F-list, and everyone in between.